It's the year 2021. Did someone leave a door open? And friendship is out the window. I don't know. A colossal main event for the ages. Because I feel a draft. Oh. Are you trying to bend the rules in your favor again, Cole? <laughs> oh my god. My pick, jackass. Okay. Learn how to tell stories and logic before you go and talk shit. My yes. god. Uh, in your face, bitch. Fuck everything that you stand oh for. Oh my god, I quit. I hate your guts. Quit. Because I think the one who talks the most shit is the one that's going to lose. Good luck, Ronald. Fuck you, Cole. No, that's Ron. That's Ron's bullshit. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie right there. Did you really just book that? <laughs> oh, desperation is a stinky cologne. I'm putting the pedal to the metal for the rest of the show. Which one of you about to lose motherfuckers just said You're selling this shit so hard. 2021 Fantasy Draft on the Creative Team. This is Cole. And this is Ron. We are the Creative Team. Asking the tough questions like, Hey Cole. Yeah, Ron? What if Hulkamania never ran wild? Hey, Ron. Yes, Cole? What if Rick wasn't ravishing? That's rude. <laughs> hey, Cole, I got an idea. I can see that. Hey, Ron, I got an idea. I love it. My sister, Candace Murray. Look, up in the sky, it's the creative team. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of... The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me, as always, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Ronald, how you doing today, bud? Fuck you, Cole. <laughs> oh, we're starting off early. Yes, we have to start <laughs> off early because we're not friends when we do these shows. We, we have top tens. We have Take It Up With Creative. We have the brackets, which can get a little heated. But when we do the drafts, fuck you. <laughs> At the yes. top of the show till the end of the show. Fuck your entire existence. Fuck everything that you stand for. I hate your guts. And I'm pretty much just filibustering like this just to prove to one of our judges that cussing is allowed. <laughs> so, well, again, fuck you. How's your day, though? Uh, it's good. Uh, as all of our listeners know, in drafts, I am 4-1. And, of course, we had that tie because we were only able to get two guests the one time. And they couldn't agree. But today, that is not a problem because we have three judges, so there's an odd number. So we will have a winner today for sure. And I'm quite positive I will be going 5-1 and one today as we enter <laughs> this draft. But, uh, you know, we got since we have a panel of uh, wonderful judges, we're just going to get right to it. I'm going to bring in good friend of the show making his return, Ty Matthews. Ty, how you doing this morning? Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. And a good friend of ours, local independent wrestler, Chris Cadillac. Caddy, how you doing today, bro? I am doing fantastic. I got my Starbucks and I'm ready to judge some shit. And last but not least, and no offense to anyone else in the room, by far the best wrestler I have ever shared a ring with, and I will put him over to the end of times, unless we're talking about Lakers draft picks. Uh, we will get along today. My good friend and Ronald's, Scott Lost. Ron, you're not doing too good in these drafts, buddy. Oh, well, I mean, it's well-documented, sir, that Cole has rigged these since the beginning. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. fix is in. 
Yes, I, I am in charge of wrangling judges, and uh, I I book my shows to taste. And Ronald likes to do stuff like put Cactus Jack versus Volnacano in a no rules match in the semi main event. Yeah, so. no, it's that stunt booking. I am a fair judge, fair and impartial. Cole, I got the Venmo. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I just got my Zill. <laughs> I love that all the judges just fall right in line with that and act like I'm paying them off. Act, act like quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying it. I've been saying it for months. So with the resurgence of excitement in professional wrestling that's been going on today, Ron and I did something totally different. We usually do wrestling nostalgia, but today our subject is the 2021 draft. Now we have uh, we we did discuss some rules, and so uh, for the 2021 draft, we kind of went with uh, injuries don't exist or pregnancies for that matter, so people can still participate in the draft today. I wonder. <laughs> I was gonna say that <laughs> foreshadowing a little bit. Yeah, I called him out like the second he asked me that while we were recording. He was like, "Do pregnancies count?" I was like, "You can draft your sister, Dick." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I'm glad you guys got me for this edition of the podcast. Instead of going with a uh, uh, like you know classical nostalgia stuff, which I would know, you're like, hey, guess who watches wrestling all the time? Still, Scott Lost <laughs> keeps up with the current product. Right. I'll, I'll be able to well, see, agree I... with people I know, I guess. So I guess that helps. All my contemporaries yes. are assigned. Uh, Correct. <laughs> so that makes me feel good yeah. inside too. I'm not bitter. We're kind of we're kind of changing the format on the fly here because usually me and Cole present our cards to each other, but today we're actually going to be finding out our cards live in front of the judges, which is also like something totally new. And I cannot wait to see what Cole came up with for his, for his card. I can't wait to present what I came up with my card, and I cannot wait to see the look on his face when every match wins on my card. Uh -huh. So now, Cole. I think I filibustered enough and talked enough shit, and it's probably to my detriment because I think the one who talks the most shit is the one that's going to lose. But <laughs> if you don't mind, sir, how would you like to intro this wonderful cutthroat draft and uh, maybe perhaps pick who goes first? Uh, well, I'll, I'm fine starting, if you don't mind, at least on the first match, because uh, I started off with a gigantic barn burner. Uh, this is going to be one of those crazy just... Like a little bit indirific, but uh, people flying all over the ground. And uh, it is a little bit outside of the box. I'm opening up with a four way, ladies and gentlemen. You know. So I've got Sammy Guevara taking on Ricochet, Jungle Boy, and Ray Phoenix. Good luck, Ronald. <laughs> Good luck, Ronald. Okay. Scott, do you know who any of these people are? Uh, I know Ricochet. Um, I remember him when he weighed a buck fifty. Yep. And um, I know Jungle Boy is Luke Perry's kid, right? Yep. Right. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know who he is. I've never seen him work at all. So um, that's it. I, I want to make a request that Scott does not judge the people he knows based on their wrestling ability. That he judges them as a person. No. His <laughs> <laughs> draft is yeah, way more interesting. Purely based on character. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, then my cards fucked. Your card, yeah. When you're like, well, it's based off of this an injury. It's like, hey, if if a couple of my like Sammy's been hurt for like a year and you left him off of your draft because of that, that's kind of your fault because he's one of the best wrestlers I, I've ever met. <laughs> So if Cole has Sammy in a match, I'm probably going to pick his match. Like I'd be like, yeah, because Sammy's awesome, of course. Anyway, to counter that ball draining four-way match, 
I'm going to have a one-on-one -on -one match, and I hope that the possibilities of this barn burner, because me and Cole like to start the matches off hot, but I'm hoping that this one-on-one -on -one match will overshadow that four-way. And my first match, my opener, on one side, you got Matt Riddle, and on the other side, you got Kota Ibushi. Oh, nice. Clash of styles. So I've got I've got a just a high flying, just gonna be a masterpiece of just ridiculousness. And you went with hard hitting action to open the show. Fantastic. So we will open with our our, our veteran judge who's been there many times, Ty Matthews. Uh, what do you got on this first match? Oh boy, that is. It's always so difficult comparing these. Um, I would say if if we're comparing these two, the the slight edge for me would go to to the four way. Uh, because I feel like a lot of audiences might be, you know, they might be more palatable to to the kind of in and out, the sort of, you know, uh, high spots, things like that. Whereas, like, they might need a little bit of warming up to get to like uh, the 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 ass beatings. Uh, I would put that probably closer to the middle of the card. So while both would be amazing openers, I think my slight edge would go to the four away. All right, caddy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Ty on that one. I feel like uh, uh, the high energy you set the tone for the show. We, we hear that all the time. You set the tone for the show in the first match, and that is drawing the eyes to. All right, uh -oh. We're having a little bit of problems with Caddy's uh, internet. It sounds like he's going four way. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I I agree. Yeah. I always liked I always liked the hot starts like back in the WCW cruiserweight days. Like I love the hot start and the the four way tag. I know two of the guys. So and I, I know what Ricochet brings to the table. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's going to be something closer to those WCW, even PWG, like four way hot openers. Uh, uh, so, yeah. All right. Ronald, match number two. Match number two. I went with as pro wrestling as pro wrestling can get for this match number two. And I got on one side, Uber Babyface, your favorite in mine, Cole, Big E Ooh. versus the greatest heel in the business right now. MJF. That's a fantastic one because that one it I'm is. thinking about the promos leading up to it. Uh, MJF is a just he's gonna say something about Big E and he's gonna piss him off. And I think we could actually get some fire out of Big E that we don't normally see. I think we can turn off his happy go lucky times in that one. Um, but I just went for my kick ass, like just battle it out in the dust, just gonna be brutal in my second match because I got a little bit of balance here. I got my show is full of. Twist and turns, every match is a little unique, but I'm going with Minoru Suzuki and Eddie Kingston kicking the ever-loving shit out of each other in match number two. Ooh, fine. So, I will let Caddy go first this time. I'm, I'm going to have to go with Ronald's match on that one. I, even though I, I want to see uh, Minoru Suzuki and Eddie Kingston kick the crap out of each other, I feel like that's a, Ronald's match is a, better, is a better second match the show to kind of keep the energy from the first match and then you know what i mean like it, it, it's it's a great stabilizer gotcha all right ty this one like i i love the the idea of the promos leading into both of these like eddie kingston is probably my favorite promo in in the business right now mm -hmm. um but i think i what what ron said about kind of the promos leading up to with you know um with uh with mjf cutting promos on biggie i think that's the the second slot in the card is a really really good spot for that so i think i think i'll go with that one yeah i agree and scott i i only uh i only know one guy from each one of those matches 
again, <laughs> worst day ever to not do classic wrestlers. <laughs> and how is he as a person? <laughs> I like Kingston. I like Kingston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Kingston a lot. I, He's always cool. I figured for sure you would know Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> He's been in Japan for 30 years, so. Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry i was i think i was stuck on the mjf i was like who the fuck is that who's that oh, do they go by he a different the rowdy he... roddy piper of today he would bring you back scott oh, okay. yeah, i'm pretty sure yeah he's oh, okay. the roddy piper of today just the way you guys uh the two other judges here the way they describe the match quality and and you know like i mean i'm just gonna have to go with them like i rely on you know i'll rely on their expertise expertise on this one so don't worry. The, the rest of my card, I think, after this next match, you're not going to have a clue on this next match, so that'll be great. But uh, match number three, we are we uh, the judges. It's been a clean sweep so far. It's one match to one match, so this is great. So here's where I went with a. Uh, I see Ron usually gives me crap and always tries to say I'm the sexist one, but I have two count them two women's matches on my 2021 card because. In 2021, women's wrestling a lot of times is better than the men. The <laughs> That's a lie. Heels. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. Scott. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. He knows who my sister is. <laughs> I love your sister so much. Uh, okay. So I went with the two top heels from both AEW and WWE. Becky Lynch and Britt Baker tagging on one side. Taking on Ruby Soho and Bailey Ronald. Does Bailey still do that gimmick where she like? No, she's a heel now. She's a badass heel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, when? When's that gonna run its course? Okay, so match number three for me is where I decided to go like the stiff, brutal stuff, like uh, on your match too, Cole. So these are two of my favorites, and one of them's one of your main favorites. And I'm going to go on one side. We're going to Japan. We got Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, damn it. Versus the bruiserweight Pete Dunne. Oh, I like Ooh. your... I'm I, I just going to say I vote for your match. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Dunne is like a cross between William Regal and Owen Hart rolled up into one person. Oh, okay. And then Tomohiro Ishii is just fantastic little bulldog never sells anything is just brutal and his matches are my style of wrestling that i love all the time so uh i have no problem giving you this one but we'll go to the judges <laughs> uh ty uh yeah i think i mean i i i like the the idea of the tag match a lot literally the only thing i think that sways me is that it's it's 2021 bailey i think if it was classic bailey like it would be more kind of like symmetrical for me um but i think the the third slot in the card is is a really good spot for like where you start getting those ass kickings in that like yeah. people will be like startled by and not really ready to see uh but yeah yeah i'm gonna go with ishii versus uh versus done here well see my problem with bailey the only reason i have bailey whoa, whoa. because i forgot the best woman's wrestler that i've ever seen in my life existed <laughs> while we were doing this draft and that uh, my number one dream match is to see her wrestle my sister. And so I was already stuck with Bailey. And so instead of having like Rhea Ripley going with Ruby Soho where it makes sense, 
I was right. just stuck with Bailey. So <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll come to find out when you listen when you listen to the first part of this draft that I I actually booked one of Cole's matches. Yes, so, yes, you did. <laughs> just goes to show how much better I am and how much this game has been rigged up until this point. So <laughs> we're on match four, aren't we? Uh, we are on match three currently, and we're currently. Judges. But I've already won, so we're on match four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I conceded. Everyone just gonna agree with Rod? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just serious. Serious. Okay, then I will let you present your match number four first. Oh, I was joking. What does Scott and Caddy have to think about the, the match three? I can't just uh, I can't just hijack the show. I myself am going back off what Tyler said. Yeah, a different Bailey would be better. Um, uh, would make a little bit more sense. That's but, funny because I like Hill Bailey so much better. Like I like her being in just a douche that goes out there and takes over the show and like acts like she deserves to be in the main event. I love. Oh, Hill and her her so. talk shows have been. I I love her talk show segments for sure. Yeah, I know. I like the Heel Bailey too. I just think it's kind of strange bedfellows to put her with an uber babyface like Ruby Soho at this point. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I would like to see that match. I think it's, I think it'd be really good. It's just classic Bailey would be perfect for this. Yes, absolutely, so, absolutely. But I, I love anything Pete Dunne does, and with Ichi, man, that, whew, yeah, I want to, I want to see that. No, any of these people are. <laughs> I'm barely sober. Do you know who Heidi Lovelace is? No. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's break up the theme because you will know guys from this next match. Yes. And this is the halfway point for me. Now, this was a problem that we always run into. We draft 20 entities or wrestlers, however you want to look at it. Tag teams count as one. And so, you know, the problem is, is finding eight matches and, and including everybody. So this was, this was actually, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a luck of the draw for me when I got all these guys on one card. So I combined this into one solid makes sense six-man tag and this is where i go to intermission because i'm pretty sure the audience is going to need a break from this due to face-offs and the spots that you're going to see so on one side i got the bloodline roman reigns and his cousins the usos versus the elite kenny omega and the young bucks oh that's a nice match that was a nice happy accident there ronald really i know everyone in that match uh and, and i'm pretty <laughs> sure you know the people in my match too um, I, 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 for one would go for my match. Cause I, you know, the, when, when Kenny has tag matches, it's not great, but, uh, the Bucks. Oh, that's fantastic. a lot. That's a lie right there. No, Easy there, corny. That's not a lie. I was in the house when Kota Ibushi <laughs> and Kenny Omega wrestled the young bucks. And it was one of the most genius stories I've ever seen live. I can see it. Okay. Jim Colnett. So, <laughs> so, uh, I have one of, uh, this was a dream match. I didn't know I needed until we did this draft, but. Uh, I've got Finn Balor taking on Pac. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, I know this. So, yeah, everyone just came to the table with this one. <laughs> everyone just came. Came under the table. I was like, Damn it, Rod. Yeah. <laughs> he, you just came on the head of the table. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, Scott knows everyone, so we'll start with Scott this time. Which match do you like? Yeah, I like Cole's. <laughs> I like Cole's match better. All right. I like I like it, I like it better uh, for the sense like I don't I like again I don't know the current product so but the Usos last time I saw they were like kind of like heel dick the uh, heel oh, dick that's tag what team they're doing. Yeah. are they still doing that mm -hmm. 
Yep. Uh, and Roman Reigns, last time I watched, was only okay. He was only okay. Well, well, he's fantastic now. He's much better now. Yeah. Doesn't help me. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> last time I checked, uh, 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 Finn Balor and uh, Balor and um, uh, Hawk. Hawk are awesome. So yes, if they got Very less off, so. awesome. <laughs> Last time I saw that, no, I think, pretty I, fucking awesome, yeah, I so. think Pac has gotten way more awesome over the years. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic character now. He had a cool, um, he finally kind of got the whole package. Last time I saw, like, he was a heel, like, he was yeah. a dick heel, and it just suited him so much better. Like, and it's weird because, it's like, you, you know, when you're when you're on the indies with him, it's like, yeah, of course, he's a baby face. Like, look at him, like, everything he fucking does is so pretty. Like you, yes. You can't help but cheer for him, but then like once I saw the heel character, I was like, oh no, I was wrong. Yeah, he's supposed to be a heel, <laughs> right? All right, Ty. Oh my god, this one is so difficult. I the the only thing that that is swaying me in this particular instance is the just the booking of Finn Balor in 2021 mm. um i well, i feel like maybe leave something to be desired yeah well ron's uh, ron's bullshit remember that ron and i are booking <laughs> the shows and we're going to be telling the stories not Vince right McMahon. right but you, you ron, did say i got so ready to yell right now you did say you took current booking into account no that's ron that's ron's bullshit cole likes to backtrack on the rules the second he thinks <laughs> his match isn't going to win it's okay no, 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 I'm, no. I'm aware no. of ca- how cole does shit <laughs> Everyone uh, is. <laughs> I'm starting uh, to get a firm grasp on that. So I think, I think, yeah, I think I'll I'll go with the uh, the six man on this one. Uh, oh, shit. oh, tiebreaker! This is the first one. <laughs> um, the these are both really really solid choices, and right before intermission, I, both very solid choices. Um. I, I love both these matches. I they're, they're, There's a vibe I get with the tag match. I get the vibe that, like, it's over. After the bad tag, after the one, two, three, it's done. But for some reason, I feel like Finn and Pac, I feel like I, I feel like after watching that match, I feel like, oh, shit, this is going to keep going. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is going to be, a, you know what I mean? I get the vibe oh, of a feud. And I don't get the, but I with the tag match, I get that as a one-off, all said and done. And I feel like I'd want to watch Finn and Pac over and over and over again. I'd want to see where this goes. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with Cole's match on this one. Awesome. Very nice. So we hit intermission and we're running pretty close. We're we're uh, two and two. Yeah, two to two. And but Tyler uh, has Ron at a slight edge at this point um, because Ron making up rules that don't exist and then trying to say <laughs> I'm the one making up rules. Now they don't exist. Oh, desperation is a stinky cologne. So. <laughs> This was another. This was a match that I booked just for me, and it was something that I didn't know I needed until I saw these names together. And I think in 2021, this would be perfect. And Scott, boy, you do not know one of these guys, and I would love to be in the room when you are introduced to this person. I want to be the guy to show you this person, because I rolled my eyes at this guy when I first saw him, but now I'm on board, and I think a lot of a lot of people are too. So on one side, I got. John Cena. Oh, he was in the Marine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. Okay. okay, all right, go ahead. Yeah, Flat Top Jones. Yeah, so. <laughs> Jones. And on the other side, you got, you can't vitamin C me, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. 
Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> the, the battle of the denim. <laughs> oh man! Wow! Did you really just book that? <laughs> did he, yes. Did he do? Wow. The, does he still do? You that need a let me up match thing he does where everything. This is, is like, the yes. best let me up match oh, ever. Scott does know Orange Cassidy. That does know him. <laughs> yes. Well, no, no. Uh, he wants to introduce you to Dustina. <laughs> You're letting everyone up, and I'm putting the putting the gas down, and I'm going with AJ Styles versus Adam Cole, baby. That's putting the oh, gas man. down. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting the pedal to the metal for the rest of the show, and you're like, hey, let's Whoa, throw a silly comedy okay. spot. <laughs> See, putting the gas down makes me feel like you ran out of gas. No, no. Oh, I'm putting the pedal, the pedal down. down. I'm, I'm just balls to the wall for the rest of this show. There's no let up of me, so... I'll oh, take man. this point, Caddy. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> if you put the gas down, like, what? what? No, there's gas. The, the gas, okay. The, <laughs> if you're putting the, the pedal, the gas yes, pedal the gas down. the gas pedal. Oh. That's, that's, that was the, yes. <laughs> if you put the gas down, a lot of wrestlers. I don't like this in the life. <laughs> I think, it, who said that? Your match loses. <laughs> He's mad. Scott, Scott's so going to influence yeah. Scott's vote. When you say dumb shit like Which that. Which one of you about to lose motherfuckers just said that? <laughs> admit it. One of you guys. Admit it. <laughs> yes, I said I was going to put the gas pedal to the floor. No, you yeah. didn't. You said you were put the gas down. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. But Coles makes sense. My friend, put the gas down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, uh, I love the approach. I love, uh, you know, boom, boom, boom. Let's keep it going. Like, I love putting the gas down, but um, sorry, my daughter. And uh, hold on, honey. <laughs> Daddy's booking a match. Daddy's judging a match. No, um, I'm I, I'm I'm gonna go with John Cena versus Orange Cassidy because, like you said, I did not know when I wanted that until. Yeah, that, I I need that. I feel like so entertaining. That would be amazing. Somebody's walking to the job site tomorrow. <laughs> okay, Ty. <laughs> I I will say as as much as I want to see that happen, um, it might not be the right tone to strike coming back from intermission. Correct. And so I think for for that reason and that reason alone, I'll go with uh, AJ and Adam Cole. But boy, do I need to see that match now! <laughs> oh yes, I don't like it. All right, all right. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I saw the Orange Cassidy gimmick. I'm just not into it. I don't like there it. There we go. <laughs> it at all i'm like all right Sweet. man i guess like when you go against like cole cabana i guess it makes sense or something like that i mean if just john cena just beat the shit out of him and then like maybe that's the energy you want maybe that is the energy you want coming back from intermission just like john cena just fucking him up like super fast not to make this episode about the defense of orange cassidy but one of the greatest things that they've done in that gimmick is like when he does have to like put it on and like get serious, like the crowd erupts for it. Yeah. Yes. Like, like literally the best thing he's done recently. And I love this. Like he was managing uh, Chris Statlander. She was about to be counted out and she couldn't get in the ring on time. So he just casually went over there and then like just kind of bent over and then just started coaching her really hard to get in the ring, get the fucking ring out right now. And the whole crowd just lost their shit that, that, cool. for, that he went in like desperation cool. coaching mode. When he's normally just the the limp thumbs up chill guy, okay. so he and he and Pac have had really really good matches where it's like Pac will be beating the shit out of him, and then when he finally snaps, he'll go like a hundred miles an hour high spot. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a it's an interesting uh, yin and yang in one person. So oh, okay, it, it's pretty fun. I haven't seen any but, of those uh, matches. 
No, well, he had a three match <laughs> series with Chris Jericho on national television, so there's that. Oh yeah, <laughs> he tried to vaccinate Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jerichoven. <laughs> That's what the orange juice was. It was vaccine. Yeah. Oh god. Yes, because they had a mimosa pool match. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> mimosa mayhem. <laughs> Which that was genius. Like the combination of the champagne and the orange juice is pretty yes. fucking brilliant. Yes. I like yes, it. It was definitely a comedy spot. All right. So we're, we've reached the final three matches. Yeah, I voted for Cole, uh, so I don't know if I was clear. Yes, you were very clear <laughs> that Orange <laughs> is not your thing. <laughs> so now this one, I took a little bit of a chance here, um, but we're talking about clearly the biggest star in the business right now. I think the, the crowd has left no if ands, or buts about it. Um, CM Punk taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Ooh. Oh, is he a big deal now? Yeah, he's the NXT yeah. champion right now. So yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. He's a yeah. fantastic heel. Versus who? I've, yeah. CM Punk. Oh, he's actually good at pro wrestling. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's doing pro wrestling now, so it's good. <laughs> good. He should have not. He should have not done the other thing at all. He should have not done MMA. <laughs> No one told him yeah. to stop. I don't know where he got this memo. <laughs> yeah, I think his win-loss record told him to stop. So, um, but this is a good transition because on one side for my match number six, I got the man that he came back against. And I got on one side Darby Allen, Ooh. And he's going to be taking on, and this and Caddy, pay attention, because this is another match I didn't know I needed until I saw these two next to each other. And I think these guys would tell such a good story despite the visual presence of it so i got darby allen versus brock lesnar wow Ooh, oh taking, interesting you're taking some chances in the back half of your card here ronald the ass beating <laughs> yeah you're taking and, some but the overcoming brock's selling ability today yeah, right. is right. some of Not the better. best shit you'll ever see and he can put anybody and make anyone look more important just by a look on his face and I think Darby is one of those small guys that can tell a story. Like, he's the only guy that does dives that look like they fucking hurt. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, he just throws his entire being into you. Oh, yeah. And I can totally see him and Lesnar just tearing the house down at this point in the card. I could I could definitely see it being an interesting match, depending on Brock, if he wants to, you know, let a 145-pound guy get any heat on him. Um, so that's really what's going to make this match or break it. Um but you know, I have Punk and Tommaso, so I'm gonna get a wrestling classic. You're getting, yeah, yeah, man. You always take chances in the back half of your card. I love it. Well, I, I got two it. stars. You got a star and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tommaso, but hey, you know, while he's losing Wednesday Night Wars, I got two guys that are on top of the world. <laughs> oh man! So I looked at this Darby oh. Allen guy. He does like Finn Balor's gimmick. Uh, he's he just just he just paints himself. Oh, okay. He's an emo yeah. kid, but yeah, he's, he's like a he's, he's like an emo skateboarder. skateboarder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like like Shane Douglas. You doing Shane Douglas's little gimmick? <laughs> but, but sad. Does, but sad. Does he walk sad. out? I hope he walks out holding the skateboard. And he doesn't ride it. He no, he no, rides yeah. down the ramp on the skateboard. No, less less cool. Less cool. And then he... <laughs> somehow less. Cool. I want him he to just carry does... it. Like Shane Douglas said, he never, he never wrote it. <laughs> never wrote it. 
Well, no, Calabunga, he is a skateboarder. Hey, he is a stunt man. That's that's his his uh. Yeah, he he's he's like one of those like if you watched a skateboard video of someone that was just like taking just fall after fall after fall and like just still going. Oh, is he like, like Jeff, I feel like Jeff that's Hardy? kind of what it's very yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's I, a lot I, of comparisons. That vibe. That vibe. Yeah, it is a Jeff Hardy update is what it is. But okay. I think with a slightly more charisma, personally. Sad Jeff Hardy. Yeah, sad Jeff Hardy. That's that's a good one. You just say Jeff, just say Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds redundant. <laughs> what were the matches Matthews. again? Okay. <laughs> CM Punk taking on Tommaso Ciampa okay. and Brock Lesnar versus Darby Allin. Ty. I think I want to see that Brock Lesnar one, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, Brock's selling for smaller people, and granted, like, Daniel Bryan is quite a bit, like, larger and heavier than Darby Allen is, but, like, Brock has shown that, like, if he's getting a paycheck, he'll sell for anyone. Yeah. Like, he does not care. Yeah, he and... has really great matches with Brian and Finn Balor, where he's yes, sold and yeah. made them look great, yeah. And where it actually like you you kind of halfway sort of buy like wait like are they gonna win here like in a scenario where that should not be the case where that should not enter your mind um, and so I I would love to see Brock Lesnar just pinballing Darby Allen because because that's the thing it both of them are so good at selling I mean Darby Allen has had himself zipped up in a body bag and just chucked out of the ring before yes. like, he's crazy he's insane yeah it's it's nuts and so. I would probably want to see that one. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Brock and Darby. I, I I would want to see. Uh, I feel like Brock and Darby would be full of awesome reversals, like mm. really, really dope reversals transitions. Like I'm looking at the coffin drop into like Brock catching him and then like flipping him over into the F5 would be pretty or, dope. I, I could see Brock catching him into, into a German. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I see so much potential there. I, I want to see that match. But I do feel like with Punk and Champa, I feel like I feel like we'd see an intensity out of both of them that we've never really seen before. Mm-hmm. Like they'd either get so frustrated and so angry with each other that they would just like at some point it would be a shoot. At some point for a little while it would be really, really stiff strikes and stuff like that. So I I, I think I want to see that match a little bit more, only because of I want to see their next level of intensity and where that goes. The buildup right. for that match would be fantastic. Yeah, it would. It'd yes, be great. Sir. And now, now I, I'm going to say um, the spectacle of Brock versus Darby is solid. Um, it's very solid, that's and I love that's, it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, the beauty, that's the best part about these fantasy drafts and these cards is we're both booking these just ridiculous cards, and so there's no loser here. Except for you this week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Notice how like the good sportsmanship speech comes from the obvious loser. Yeah, yes. yeah, sure it does. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I'm just glad to be on this side of the fence this time. You know, normally, well, and I mean, normally I'm losing my ass. Last time I saw uh, Champa wrestle, he was just okay. And then CM Punk was, I mean, solid, right? He's a solid. He was yeah. a solid worker. But it was like to me, last time I saw him work, there wasn't thing, anything that stood out. Like there's certain guys and I'll, I'll tell you guys off the air because I don't want to be a dick about it, but where it's like, I feel like there's a lot of like, Oh, you're a uh, indie wrestler. A like there's, they don't have yeah. like a specialized thing. And while I was watching Champa, 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 right? Yeah. Champa. Champa. Yeah. Champa mm-hmm. He was just, he was just fine. He was all right. 
and then CM the, CM Punk's the good, but I, I always I, he's always been solid. He's always been a solid worker. But I also didn't understand a lot of the hype that he was getting, <laughs> and it was just oh. like like I think I think in the same sense like like he who shall not be named like <laughs> my old tag partner he would get that sometimes. Like I'm like, why is everybody in love with this dude? Like he just does. Right. He does a drop kick. He does like this and that, and it's just kind of just like, <laughs> like, like at the time, like I still just didn't get it. I was like, I don't understand <laughs> what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've 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 been in the ring with both you and that that other guy, and uh, you are much much better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Photogenic, yeah, like, my ass. Yeah, I love, I love, uh, I love cryptic burials. It's a real dick move, but we're not talking about dick moves today. Hey, uh, cryptic burials headlining Coachella next year. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that's a great name for him. All right, Ronald, you got to set your, you got to set up your semi-main event first um, because I should win. But um, go ahead. Oh, that wasn't the end. No, we got two more matches. Oh. Two more matches. Scott's like this is a long fucking show. I thought, it was, I thought that was the main event. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh right. yeah, he's like, he's like, go home, go yeah. home. <laughs> no, no, our main events are ball draining, insane, great matches. So, okay. yes, right. and, like it's burrito time. Yeah, man. And this one is, and this match number seven, my semi main is no different. And this is a match that I've personally wanted since about five minutes ago. Like, yeah, yeah, just now. <laughs> I just put it together. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've been wanting to see this match since about 2014, and I think it's just because the one move in both of their arsenals, but, you know, at the end of the day, bell to bell, this is going to be a classic, and I think this should headline a show, but I'm going semi-main because I went with personal taste for my main event. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. So my semi-main, on one side, you got Randy Orton, Ooh. and on the other side, you got Kazucho Okada. Oh, I love that oh. matchup. I absolutely love that. Uh, the, I think trading two, drop kicks yes, for thirty minutes. I was saying it's, right. it's going to be the two best drop kicks in the business. Um, but see, now here's where uh, a lot of times when there's a women's semi main event, it's a let me up type match because something was spectacular in the spot before, and then the main event is going to be ball draining. But here, I have the two best women professional wrestlers I've ever seen in my entire life, and uh, I have Asuka taking on. My sister, Candice LeRae, in the semi-main event for the World Championship Ooh. of Women's Wrestling forever and into eternity. So, uh, I Cole, that, if though. Cole wins this round, I get half the point because I booked this for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caddy. Mm. <laughs> my oh, <man>. sister. <laughs> so, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> or Randy Orton for the 7,000th time. <laughs> oh, look at, you. Look, look at him chasing the hug. <laughs> oh, Chasing the hug. That's a good one. Uh, Asuka versus Candice would be dope. I feel like there'd be a lot of really good reversal spots there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but twenty twenty one, Asuka. But oh, she not, not there. I'm booking her, so she's been a badass for the last six months. She's good, but like they they barely use her at this point. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not gonna barely use her. Right. <laughs> I'm building this matchup for six months, and it's gonna and be Candace well can't off. do a whole lot right now. <laughs> this very moment. She's probably still better not bumping than eighty percent of the business. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a handicap match. Pregnancies don't matter. 
in get the rules. Get it trending. Just out of context. Yeah. <laughs> like like oh, Patty did to me the other day <laughs> with my post. <laughs> that was the funniest fucking thing in the world. What did you do? Um, what was the post? Uh, his quote was, um, Eddie versus Ray, Halloween Havoc is patient zero for why wrestling is bad today. But he he said it. He he explained himself a lot better. But I just yes. took the out of context yeah. quote, and I and right. I yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get I get the point. That's a whole that's a whole other ball of action. Do you mean like it was just so good? It just everything else is garbage in comparison. Is that what you mean? No, no. What I, what I mean is that the match was so great. It's a brilliant work of art. But people only remember the high spots and don't remember like Eddie being a bully and beating the shit out of Ray. That's tearing fair. his mask apart. And that the whole like eighty percent of the match was built around Eddie being a bully and Ray selling his ass off, mm-hmm. and everyone just does the high spots and flips and the cool stuff that they remember from that match and think that's why it was a great match and not the selling and the you know storytelling. Mm. But it's just great because not well, to, to continue this sidebar, like you know, I tell Cole all the time. I try to push him like you gotta you gotta say your headline uh, <laughs> just opinions like yeah. you know use that because without explanation. It sounds like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, right. Like, you realize that's his gimmick. He does it for attention. Cole loves attention. <laughs> oh, God, you're wrong. You don't, you don't just put, I have seen you don't say a bunch of crazy shit and leave Troll it there Dawson. and just want to be left alone. Cole's constantly chasing the hug. He's constantly that's, that's chasing, chasing the hug. Chasing the hug is so funny. That's um, it's I feel I feel like it, not to get on too much of a tangent. It reminds me of like how like when Saw came out and and it yeah. it it's triggered this whole industry of like torture porn where it's like people are emulating the the wrong parts of it and they're not seeing the bigger the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. It went from like a great story to let's just figure out new traps to kill people. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And yeah, but- and I feel like yeah, the traps in this analogy being the high spot. <laughs> Yeah, and just to piggyback on on Cole's headline things, like one of the things that he told me that I was just like the audacity of you, sir. And then even after explanation, I still like politely disagreed, but I could see where he was coming from. But he, but just take this for a headline. Don't even try to pick it apart yet. Just react to the headline. Right. Kurt Angle is overrated. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah, that's cold. That's like a cold post. Long story short, the guy that's back on topic, uh, cold, don't be mad at me, but I'm going to go with uh, Orton versus Okada. I want to see that. I want to see that. <laughs> I really want to see that. Who's the I'm other fired. guy? Kazuchika Okada. He's the, the rainmaker. In, uh, yeah, he's, he's like... the top guy in New Japan. Right now, currently. The rainmaker? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> How long has this guy been around? Okada, I don't know, early more than a decade. 2010s, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's why I don't. He really, I, I feel like he really kind of blew up. Yeah, in the last maybe five, six oh, years okay, or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he's, he, uh, Scott. To me, he is the current Bret Hart, oh. where you know he's not super spectacular all the time. Like he doesn't do anything. Then that's that, not Bret. No, 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 no. Let me fit. Let me <laughs> like he's Kazuchika Okada and Bret Hart to me. They're the same every match. Like, they're always great. They're solid. They have the best storytelling. But whoever they're wrestling all of a sudden is elevated to a new mm. level they've never been to before. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even though Okada looks the same and he's not, like, super flashy and spectacular, 
Like he throws the best dropkick in the business, but whoever he's wrestling on what any given night automatically is just like on a new level and they look like they're amazing. That's that's where Okada is the new Bret Hart to me, where it's you know, they're the best in the business, but they're just the same consistently. So you're so you're selling me on Ron's match. I know I am. I know I am. But that's (laughs) I was like, Oh, this guy sounds good. I you know what's funny is like the way you describe Brett and how it's just like oh he's not too flashy and this and that or like the ray and eddie match like the yeah. things you pointed out i was like those are the exact things i look at when i watch wrestling yeah i don't watch mm-hmm. just the high spots like i love doing high spots but it's like the 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 devil you know the devil's in the details you know yeah like when i would throw a punch and i would kind of like sell my hand a little bit it's just like those little yes. nuances those are what yes. makes your matches better so when you're yeah. saying people don't see that or people don't remember that, well, like dumb people, I guess, but like, yes. yeah, you know, not, not, you know, not saying I'm a fucking yeah. right. or anything like that, but like, like when it comes to wrestling, like I know a couple of things. So it's just, <laughs> it's just one of the things like you look for, or I look for when I, when I watch yes. matches. So yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, and, and much like yourself, Ronald and I are on the Bret Hart is the best wrestler of all time train. So nice. Oh. Okay, so but my okay, so my answer is tough then because you kind of sold me on this guy and I've never even seen his match. Uh, or, uh, but it's from, you know, it's Randy Orton and we know and, and I love Randy Orton. Randy like well when, when I used to watch <laughs> when I used to watch, you know, I, I thought Randy Orton was the shit. Like I remember a lot yeah, of people not yeah. liking him, but he was just so clean and precise and like yeah. like it was the story with him a lot of times. It was the story of the match and doing the move. Like he really figured it out, you know, like, oh, it's it's not me doing a thousand moves I just saw on the indies, you know, it's just like, oh, it's me, it's when I use those moves is important, you know. So he's real methodical in his way. So that sounds like like an amazing match. Um, um, I love Asuka and I love Candice. Um, so I definitely want to see both of those matches. This one's a tough one. Yeah, right. Tyler, did you did you go? Did you give your answer? No, not yet. I'll let you not go. Yet. I'll mull it over. It, it, it's so tough for me because um, I will say this both. And it's funny that you booked this run, both Randy Orton and Kazuchika Okada kind of fall into the same category for me, where it's like, objectively, I can appreciate that they're two of the best around in the world. That being said, neither of them really do it for me. <laughs> like It's like, it, it's kind of like the wrestling equivalent of the Beatles for me. Like I can appreciate the impact of the Beatles and and what they've done do nothing for he me. He hates the British. And, hates the and, British. So, <laughs> and so um even though I, I would absolutely adore the match, but I I would um I would also I would really, really love to see Candace and Oscar. So I think I'll, I'll vote for that. Nice. Addy, what did you do? Did you do the I went with Orton Orton Okada? Oh, fuck, I'm the tiebreaker. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> This is a semi, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, sir. Shit. Not full chub. Oh man. <laughs> oh, see, okay. So this is so this is where, like, if if this guy is as good as you guys describe him as, then I would want to see this match for sure. Um, I've seen Oscar and Candice wrestle individually a lot, so I know what they're both bringing to the table. Um. I, I feel like there's another level with with Ron's match. Like, 
but but here's the thing if your main event sucks ron not a good card like that's okay it's the caveat this is like when kane used to be the wwe champion for a night like it was like what are we doing yeah all right so let me just set up the main event here right now all three judges have it three matches to four for ronald or he's he's in the lead, so the main event may be the uh, it may put us in a three way tie, and then everyone has to make a decision, or it will seal the deal for Ronald. Uh, I went much like Ron and picked with my heart, and I think the best wrestler of the last ten to fifteen years is the American Dragon Brian Danielson, and now that he is back being the American Dragon, and I mean he just put on clinics the last two weeks on AEW. Him versus Nick Jackson. I was so excited when they announced that. Oh, oh my God. Did that happen? This is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That happened Friday on night. Friday. Is it good? Yeah. It was great. It's fantastic. Very, very good. It's probably the best Nick Jackson match I've ever seen. Oh, it shit. Nick's really good. So, yeah. Brian, yeah. Brian so. slowed it down and uh, did a lot of arm work and stuff. And Nick sold his ass off and, and did all his stuff. There was nothing silly about the match. It was fantastic pro wrestling all the way around. Uh, I think Brian is just a master. Yeah. And, uh, He's taking on the other guy who now this is where Ron's going to try to get you guys with this bullshit about what today's booking is. But five years ago, uh, this man sent New Japan back into the mainstream, uh, being the best wrestler in the world at the time while Brian was injured. The American balloon. And I went with <laughs> American <laughs> Dragon versus American oh, balloon main event. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully there are no pachinko machines around. <laughs> No, What's no. he doing to this? I went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went with Shinsuke Nakamura Ooh. versus the American Ooh. Dragon. Oh, Brian Danielson in the main event. Ronald. Now that I'm mad because I know Ronald still has Walter, and I think he might be the the right there with Brian as in the argument for best guy going right now. But yes, uh, just a little backstory. Like we dubbed this, we dubbed this draft the race for Walter because yes. <laughs> we we do not we're not shy about our love for Walter. I think he is such a refreshing addition to the industry. Is something that yes. we have been needing for so mm -hmm. long. Just the realism that dude brings to wrestling is incredible. Yes. Actually, he's do you know Walter Scott? Yeah, I know who he is. He's the he's okay. the updated Stan Hansen. Yeah, guy. I've seen I've seen a couple of his matches. Like holy shit. This is like, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a couple of dudes. Um, my memory's garbage, but Walter was one of them. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is something different. And yes. it's didn't, he wrestle, didn't he wrestle for G at the uh, in the European tour thing? I don't know. <laughs> oh, did, did it? Was, was Walter one of those? Um, I think Walter was, but, but in, the, um, in the UK tournament, uh, in the uh, the, when, when, the, the European, had tour. The European oh. vacation, yeah, and like it was like a very young Tommy End, yeah, that's who I was gonna say. Um, Tommy End, um, he was on that, and he was like. 100 pounds soaking wet back then i mean not yeah. like he's he's massive today but he's waste he's way bigger than he used to be yeah mm -hmm. just sometimes you catch those guys before they figure out who they are and um so when they're like dude did you know this guy was a pwg and then john's like yeah he was in my match and i was like oh fucking for real that's cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah volter i i definitely recommend volter versus Ilya dragunov that oh, just happened recently both of them for the both UK of them title yeah yeah uh, yeah definitely what do yes. we got, Ron? 
So I'm glad I'm glad Cole like announced one of my participants first. But you know, it's it's fine because last week and yeah, this the was weeks the leading race up for Walter. <laughs> this was the race for Walter. And you know, I you know, Cole mentioned last last uh last episode because he and I were both going for the same main event, but there was no way in draft rules there was no way that the both of us were going to get Brian Danielson and Walter. That was our ideal yeah. main event for both of our cards. Yeah. But as, as drafts Ooh. go, there's no way we can we can have that. Right. So, but Cole made the mistake of saying that he doesn't believe that there's any more main events for him other than that, and I disagree because my main event, and this is where I'm not going to beat up Cole for tw- for Nakamura's twenty twenty one booking because it would make me such a massive hypocrite for this match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can sit here all day and say that you know Shaky Nakamura comes out dressed as Elvis and has an obnoxious guitar player with him nowadays. He does, but <laughs> yeah. Those are all real things. But he's the intercontinental uh, king of the ring. (laughs) But my main event is something that would just be exquisite. It would send the crowd home happy if you were watching a bell-to-bell classic. And I got the ring general, Walter, versus the Swiss cyborg, Cesaro. Oh, my goodness. Oh, shit. Ooh. Yes, you would be a huge hypocrite if you wanted to to discuss their booking. (laughs) Yeah, really. Oh man, that's really good. That's, that's really good. Phenomenal. But my guy had a championship match against Roman Reigns this. Are year. they not? They're not booking Claudio anymore. They're not using him a lot. I mean, they they are. They they've never really booked. Him no, well, I don't think thing. they have. He 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 finally. He at least I, I, he at least got a singles match at Mania this year. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, and he finally got a a, a title opportunity. Oh sure. Year. So he actually he actually they did push him. Um, it's it's probably the hardest they've ever pushed him really to yes. be honest he had a a singles feud with seth rollins ended in a in a singles match at mania like um but the fact that that's the bar is probably no pun yeah. intended um but this is ron in my booking so we know that sure. these guys are all going to be top guys so I, as much as he was joking earlier and trying to throw shade at my shinsuke nakamura american dragon main event uh i love it bro i think walter cesaro is could be every bit as good as as dragon mm-hmm. and nakamura so i'm really not going to be mad however the judges go here i love claudio he's fantastic um uh, another you know it was another one of those cool things about having a wrestling ring in my backyard i got to roll around with claudio and eddie kingston and chris hero and wow. uh so uh that was a cool day what a mark just wanted to come out i know what a mark <laughs> <laughs> um i'll go last because i actually know all of these guys so all right i know who they are Daddy. oh man okay very solid made events this none of the shows were wasted like scott said if your main event sucks then uh <laughs> I love I I, I oh, fuck I love both these main events, but like honestly, the only thing in in my head that made me break the tie in my head was uh, I'm a smaller guy, so I <laughs> I enjoy watching the smaller guys wrestle a lot more. To be honest with you, but but that main event, I love Cesaro, I love Walter. They, oh, man, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go with American Dragon versus Shinsuke because I. I, I, I yeah I I'm a smaller guy and I like see I like I like seeing moves I can possibly try to do or you know sell well you know what I mean like yeah. so it's like it's like, like when you uh, watch porn you're just like oh another white guy this is this <laughs> isn't me <laughs> yeah I like watching smaller guys on porn too it makes me look huge <laughs> but no like, yeah I'm gonna go with with uh, Cole on that one all right Ty God I Damn oh it. my God. <sighs> 
the the one deciding factor in this for me is um as as incredible as as these four guys are i think that the the energy the emotional energy and the charisma i think would just be slightly slightly better in nakamura versus danielson i think as as incredible as walter and cesaro are i think that danielson especially can tell an emotional story the way that no one else can in in this era and so that's that's what pushes it over the edge for me yeah that's a, cr- a clean sweep yep i would go mm-hmm. uh nakamura match for sure yeah uh, again it like the charisma i think that's a huge factor the storytelling uh, like you said, Brian can uh, definitely do that. It's like, that's, I mean, that's like when he, when I was working, it was all about high spots and like basically other people topping each other. And like, his was just like all work rate, you know, it was just like, how can I milk this uh, arm bar? Right. It's just like, he made, he made certain submissions, like legitimate submissions, like, like it was just a casual move for other people. He turned it into a finisher, you know, just like random things, you know? Um, right. So yeah, I, I agree with that aspect. To that point. I think the the thing that I always go back to is like that, the, the classic headlock match between, between Claudio and Daniel, oh, yeah, where they built an entire 10 to 12 minute match around the side <laughs> headlock. And the second that he broke a side headlock, the crowd erupted. And I think that that that's really proof positive of like what he can do, not just in terms of technical expertise, but in terms of em- emotional, you know, storytelling. Well, that is great because that means all three judges have it a four to four tie. Wow. <laughs> so this Again. is by far the closest we've ever been on one of these ma- on one of these fantasy drafts so that's awesome see now last draft we decided to end on a tie we just decided to shake hands and call it a day but since we have three people we got to decide a winner we got to go sudden death here did you leave anybody off of your card or no. do we want to go back and where i just beat the dead horse of 2021 booking and i take this thing home today <laughs> oh man it's like a car salesman like what what uh what entails in your draft like you can just you have is it like these are the wrestlers and you guys pick from there or it's just like closeted anyone that's working usually yeah most what so the the draft has evolved a little bit over time but um sometimes we do like a wrestlemania draft where we draft matches from wrestlemania so it's just all the matches from wrestlemania we can pick whatever we want and then we order a card and we choose we are going to be doing a sabotage draft where we are going to draft the opponent's for the other person. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so that'll be a fun one. You guys should, you guys should like, you guys should, yeah, pick an era or whatever. And then you should pick the wrestlers for each other. Yes. That's, that's it. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's the sabotage we're gonna do. draft. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. It's going to be all that's the savage. worst wrestlers we could possibly think that's of. That's awesome. Like American Balloon. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited. Oh. I would be excited to hear that one. You guys should have well, did that sure. with me instead of this one. Well, we- yeah, I'll have you know that I tore the house down with American Balloon. We also took the seats out. There was no people there. Uh, You're cleaning up, right? Home sad. <laughs> Jesse still wouldn't pay you guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, sorry. The only thing that popped was him. <laughs> this may be the podcast with the most American Balloon talk this week, but. Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, he's welcome. This might be ever. Oh. Yes. Oh, Charlie. But now it's time we have to go to the judges, and uh, oh. you have to pick a winner, uh, me or Ron. And we will go. I will go with the vet judge here because he's prepared. He's done this a few times. Ty Matthews. And you, and you let us know if we need to run through our. You cards do. Again. I, yeah. I was gonna say we we should we should run through. Yeah, we should run through the cards so that they're fresh in our minds. Just give me all, right, all, all it. Well, give me Cole. Give me all yours, Ron. Give me all yours. All right. Opening match: four way: Sammy Guevara, Ricochet, Jungle Boy, and Ray Phoenix. Second match: Minoru Suzuki versus Eddie Kingston. Third match: Britt Baker and Becky Lynch taking on Ruby Soho and Bailey. Match number one, two, three, four: Finn Balor versus Pac. AJ Styles versus Adam Cole. CM Punk versus Tommaso Ciampa. My sister Candice LeRae versus Asuka and the American Dragon <laughs> Brian Danielson versus Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> Tyler's eye roll was on par with Eric Watts's right now. It's a gimmick, guys. It's, no, I, gotta I love do the it. Gimmick, no, brother. I gotta do the gimmick. No, I love brother. it. I appreciate commi- committing to a bit. All right, Ron. Yes. yes. And then my opening contest is Matt Riddle versus Kota Ibushi. My second match is Big Kota E versus Ibushi. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Match number three is Tomohiro Ishii versus Pete Dunne. Match number four is The Bloodline, Roman Reigns and the Usos versus The Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Match number five, John Cena versus Orange Cassidy. Match number six, Darby Allen versus Brock Lesnar. Match number seven, Randy Orton versus Kazuchi Okada. And match number eight, with no overall guitar players in sight, Walter versus Cesaro. Why do your guys' cards seem worse now? <laughs> <laughs> it's because the it's because the hangover the hangover just wore yeah. off. That's what it is. Like these, I don't. I wouldn't watch any of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that we got like the Walter Matho of indie wrestling on here. He's like, God damn it. Yes. I don't want to see any of this shit. These kids today. <laughs> what the fuck's a Walter? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, Caddy, do you have it decided? Yeah. Ah, damn it. I no. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to give it to Ron. I'm going with Ron on oh. this one. That was a swerve. I'm going with Ron. I'm I'm fired. Any 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 He's particular any particular reason? I was looking at what which match would kind of lose like I was trying to find a match that would lose my interest for a little while and I found one. Mm. Just just for a little while. Which just one? For like uh probably the woman's the, tag the, match. The, yeah, the, the Bailey thing. I, I if it was if it was Bailey as as the, the like the, the hugger Bailey. Bailey it, yeah, I would totally be better with that. I would put that would not that bothered like right there. Like I I, I why would she be teaming with um I can see that. You know what I mean? Like that kind of bothered me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that was enough because this is really close. Yeah, and it's weird that Cole has the Bailey that doesn't give hugs, like because he chases them so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. So my votes for Ron. All right, I think, and I think I've used this justification before. Um, I've I've got to. If we're if if this is the tiebreaker and we're looking at cards as a whole, I I always tend to default to 
matches that I would have never thought of or matches that I would have never uh, expected. And I think that Cena versus Orange Cassidy. And I think that <laughs> um, I think that Darby versus Brock um, kind of fall fall into that category for me. And so I think by a hair. There's by a, a reason hair, no one ever thought of those matches. <laughs> by a hair, I've got to give it to Ron on this Bullshit. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm a sucker for stunt booking. All right. All right, Ron won, so I don't have to give my answer. <laughs> no, give, no answer. give your fucking answers. Watch, Come on, Scott. I wouldn't watch either of these shows. <laughs> Uh, is there's got to be one that you would I like, slightly lean okay. I like. I really like Cole's main. Cole's main's really good. I really like that. So out of the mains, because like I said, the main event can make a show um, or right. make or break a show. It's like the ending of a movie. Like you have to end strong. You could have a great movie the whole time, and then if you don't stick the landing, it's just like, what are you leaving people? you know to go home to it's just like ugh, it's right. a bad taste so just for the main alone i would say cole's both both cards have matches that i i don't know any of the people so i like i have no emotional investment in in those matches at all i'm like i don't know okay i'll pick that one there we go yeah all right all right but either way oh, it's two to one and Ronald <laughs> is our fucking winner today. Congratulations, <laughs> Ronald. I can't believe it. The guy that was like the legit asshole the whole show won. That you know that never happens. <laughs> I didn't win. <laughs> I, mean, I invite Scott on my show and he just talks shit about me the whole time. Yeah, that's funny. Everybody's gotta have some kind of fun. <laughs> so, so before we leave, okay, since I do have Scott on the show, Scott lost. Uh, we are both diehard Lakers fans, yeah. and uh, we. Well, that's all part- the time we have, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, how excited for are you for this next season? I'm pretty excited. I, I just miss basketball in general. I'm a little worried about uh, the Westbrook fit, um, but I think LeBron will make it work. He has a tendency to do that, so I'm excited. Um, I think. I think when the you know, when free agency was going on, I was more excited to get Lonzo and Buddy back or get Buddy, Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald's a huge Lakers fan, a huge Kobe guy. um, And he wanted to get drafted by us, but we picked Lonzo. And so to get him and Lonzo, like that would be kind of cool. So, but instead we chose Westbrook and I'm just like, well, I thought we wanted to get younger and get more mileage. Those are younger players. They could be there in the future when, if LeBron decides to, you know, retire or bounce after his next, because I think he wants to play with his son. So I think wherever, whoever the biggest loser in the league is and they get LeBron's son at the first pick, that's where LeBron's going. So it's just like, that's the biggest lottery in the world because you get two really amazing players at once. So, um, but getting Lonzo and Buddy would ensure a future. It's like, oh, we got three young players. We have AD and, and those two guys, you know what I mean? And maybe THT if he, develops into something like who knows um but but anyway yeah pretty excited do you have any concerns about this uh yeah i mean i i well i think the thing is we we got the best talent available now the my the fit of course is going to be the concern i mean westbrook is you know 
a difficult... Does Westbrook not dress well? His, <laughs> his fits are not great? No, he, he doesn't have a great fit. His, his personality fit. I get his that reference. His play fit. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like if you had all the talent, but everyone was just too similar. He just, he just constantly wears, like, suits from the 90s that are just way too big. And, like, <laughs> no one's ever told him. It's like, bro. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Can we can we get Lavar Ball on the court? <laughs> Westbrook we... Westbrook just watch watches reruns of Martin like in the back <laughs> all the time. <laughs> you so crazy. <laughs> she walks to the locker. Oh. Yeah, I don't know shit about sports. This is this is what I got to. I, I was gonna say history. I was gonna say Ron. Now it's your turn to ask Tyler a question about something only you guys. Know. <laughs> <laughs> something, yeah, something horror related or something. I don't know. <laughs> So Tyler, you're gonna go see Static X in March? <laughs> with with Edsel Dope as Wayne Static. No, yeah, we gotta have a show where Cole and Scott draft basketball teams and then I can play the Scott Lost roles. Like, I wouldn't watch any of these games. I wouldn't watch any <laughs> I don't know any of these people. Yeah. I would respect it. Yeah. I get it. But uh but yeah, it's always a good time having having Scott or seeing Scott. I, I always tell Scott, no matter where we are, no matter what gathering we're at, I always nudge him like, so when's the return? Because I, if I had to pick a Mount Rushmore of like you know robberies to the business, especially in California, like the the number one local guy I would want back is Scott Lost, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. I was a legit fan of yours oh, when I had uh, bef- before I met you. Like before I met you, and then I found out who you really are, fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> I've also I've also never met anyone as as content in retirement which yep. is so which is <laughs> yeah. it's so so frustrating yeah it's like I, I joke about like being bitter about uh, all my contemporaries being signed and stuff but to be honest i'm i'm cool i'm glad like i'm happy for their success for one <sighs> and two i'm glad i just don't hurt all the time i still hurt because i'm getting old now but it's just like and it's right. a lot of wrestling related shit so i couldn't imagine just keep you know keeping on doing it for another 10 years you know it's like it's crazy because i've literally been retired longer than i was wrestling i've been retired for 11 years and and i wrestled for 10 years so it's kind of wild yeah a lot and like i'll still get people wondering like when i'm gonna return if i'm ever gonna come back it's like guys i've been gone a long time (laughs) and uh it's tough to get back in shape right now well yeah ring shape anyway i mean and the second you do come back let's you know let's pass through blythe together yeah oh god the bane of my existence, Blythe. Oh my God! But we we hinted at that story when we had Candace on, but we just didn't get into it. But like, just bullet point. Like, I, I want you to go from my perspective because I'm I'm on my way to a show, and this is 2006. So to me, you know, and to the internet, I guess that you know I have like SoCal royalty in the car with me. You know, I got Scott Lost, Human Tornado, Candace LeRae, and and uh, and. Uh, <laughs> And, and he's so, talking about Cole. We, we, yeah, <laughs> no, that was a different car trip with Scott, where we ended up having to wrestle twice in one day, not unbeknownst to us until we showed up and the Booker told us. <laughs> yeah, so we break down in Blythe, and nobody knows anyone in Blythe, and like I'm sweating bullets because you know it's 2006, I'm nobody as shit, and I got the card with me like (laughs) this this is the card and this is 2006 everyone that everyone's coming to see is pretty much in the car with me and the only person that knows somebody in Blythe that can fix our car is me so like it was a silver lining 
Like yeah. I couldn't get the, I couldn't get these you know SoCal stars to the show, and we missed the shot completely. But I also got us home yeah. because I knew the one guy that was able to engineer and weld the exact part we needed for my car to get going. It was legitimate. We, it was crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a fucking horror film. Like <laughs> there was too so many bizarre. of us, and we had to all we had to we had to ride in the car. Some of us had to ride in the car on top of the uh, tow truck, and I had the lifted expedition at the time. And so Candace was like, uh, I'm going to go sit in the in the tow truck, guys. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah, if a what? couple of us has to be scared shitless, all of us are going to be scared shitless. <laughs> so you sit your ass in this car and fucking tip on the way to bike. <laughs> yeah, it was good times. Super that, good times. That was also the time when uh, you guys, Candace called home to see if we could help. And Scott thought that she was talking to me. And she was actually talking to my dad. And in the backers like, we'll just call somebody who actually loves us. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was man. a it was a, a judgment error. <laughs> I went for the laugh. That's awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, if if we keep bullshitting, we'll be here all day. And some of us <laughs> have stuff to do. Got to get to work. All that stuff. So, judges, thank you for being here with us today. And uh, uh, hopefully uh, it wasn't too bad and we could have you back. Maybe just when Scott knows some of the people involved. And uh, we'll, do, we'll do a 90s because he's, he's just chock full of 90s references. I, I got to say, I, I, love, uh, I love your setup, Ron. I love that you actually tried. And like, that's really pretty. Yeah. Presentable background. And Cole, oh, thank still you. haven't left your bed, huh? Can't be trouble to get out of bed. Yeah. I like the effort that you put into this as well. So good stuff, guys. Well, it's perfect because I got the Lewis Black of wrestling with me at, every, every week. Black. Yeah, it's it, it's perfect because you know it, it's it's the way to do it because without Cole's you know headlines and opinions, this show is really nothing in my opinion. I think yeah, it's Cole, just like if, if he, I just don't think he's gotten comfortable enough to really speak how he speaks to me to the public. <laughs> Because I was like, if you just share your opinions, how you I share can them vouch with me, for that, actually. Yes. <laughs> totally vouch for that. Yeah, like if Cole just went all in on his actual opinions on people, uh, I we would do so much better. Oh, fuck. <laughs> or everyone would. I mean, I bury the bucks in Kenny every week. I don't know what else you want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> I like wrestling all of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had arguably one of my best matches against Kenny Omega. No, I like Kenny. I just, I just, I, I, I like Kenny. I liked him for a long time. I just think that he hasn't been great at AEW until the match with Brian. Okay. They tore the house down. It was incredible. Absolutely I can see incredible. That. So, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you for Ty Matthews, Chris Cadillac, and Scott Loss for joining us here today. And for the winner, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Uh, we will be. Yes, add the applause. All right. So for the for the judges for Ron, I am your host Cole Dawson saying thank you. We love you. Good night and moi. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Creative Team Pod or just the Creative Team on Facebook. Follow Cole Dawson on Twitter and Instagram at Cole two one three zero and follow yours truly on Instagram or Twitter at Ron for Your Life. Number four. We'll see you next week on another episode of The Creative Team.